0: disclaimer we know nothing really about formula one sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true i like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about welcome to miami welcome to the dan marino grand prix oh fuck it already <laughs> welcome
1: welcome to the dan marino grand prix
0: welcome to the dan marino grand prix
1: featuring some celebrities like max verstappen lewis hamilton and sebastian vettel oh
0: my god you see the celebrities that were
1: yeah it's absolutely ludicrous about the celebrities it was unreal martin Brundle actually tweeted um saying he's never ever re-watched or watched back his um grid walk because of how <laughs> how like much anxiety it gives him
0: really That's Yeah.
1: Insane. So he, he said like whatever he whatever he says or does he doesn't he doesn't care about it because he doesn't watch him back or nothing.
0: He's had some dead, dead awkward. There must be a clip on YouTube of Martin Brundle Dead Awkwards Pit Walks where he's talking with people and they have like blank him where I've no idea who he is. Did you see the one the other week where he started talking with a guy and the guy <laughs> and the guy started promoting his business because he was like some VIP CEO and he's like, oh, oh we can't do that, Sky. Uh, uh sorry. Uh, uh. like <laughs> running away from him. <laughs> Stop promoting your business. It
1: was it was funnier at the Grand Prix when he was uh... He mistook, he mistake the guy for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the guy's like seven foot, and Patrick Mahomes tweeted saying, "I'm not, I'm nowhere near that size."
0: So, welcome to Miami, the Dam Marina Grand Prix. <laughs> so, lads, how was your week? Ryan, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, well, been enjoying my week off from work. So, last weekend off from work before I go back here on Tuesday. So, yeah, just been, just been relaxing, mate, watching football. Getting takeaways, having a few beers, just the usual. Just the usual.
2: And Dougie? Hi. Yeah, my weekend's been pretty good. Uh normal work as today as the day goes. Finishing it off with some European football, a couple of beers, pretty much the same as Almond. Uh Friday off work, which is a bonus, a little bit of a mini long weekend. Ready for the uh Miami Grand Prix? Well, that was
0: riveting. Yeah.
1: Oh, just just but just before we move on. How you been, Dom? You been all right? <laughs> I know you complained last time because we didn't ask you how you were, how you were, or how your week's been. So
0: yeah, well, my week has nothing exciting, nothing to report. That's it. Wait, move on. Let's, let's move on. on. Yeah, I've got my life boring. <laughs> on we go. So, did you guys catch any of the practice from the, the uh, Dan Marino Grand Prix? Uh,
1: unfortunately, I did not catch any practice from the Dan Marino Grand Prix. Um, I was out, unfortunately.
0: Well, then I'll fill you in. Yes, uh, it's interesting to see that the Mercs seem to have finally found a bit of pace in the car. They uh, managed to finish top of the board on P2 uh, with uh, George Russell, Mr. Thursday.
1: Oh, George Russell, I perform a Hamilton again. Oh, sure, we won't hear about that.
0: <laughs> I'm <not> sure <laughs> loads of people are going on about that one. But uh, it looks like they've, what up- upgrades they've brought to the car, whatever they're doing, they're finding it finally. At least. Fucking, it's on the right direction.
1: Yeah, it's there. It's the new front wing, isn't it, they've brought this weekend? Is there any upgrade? And um, from what Toto, from what I've read, what Toto's been saying is, Miami's a test for them, that if they upgrade the upgrade they bring this race weekend works, then they'll continue to improve the car. If it doesn't look like it's going to work, they're just potentially going to abandon it for <laughs> next season.
0: Just leave it as a raft.
1: Apparently that's what they're thinking about doing.
0: Oh my God. So we have to see if they
1: have to see if these upgrades work because pretty much it seems like it, apart from the wing, which they've brought, it's just it's the floor that needs doing, but the floor will affect everything.
0: So early in the season to be abandoning it, Jesus Christ! I mean, abandon the championship, definitely. But uh, abandoning it's just hilarious. Like, nah, just meh. Nah. So the car's only worth millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> just fucking abandon it. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure their sponsors are loving it.
0: <laughs> uh, just going to abandon the season, meh. Nah.
1: Yeah, yeah fuck it we'll go we'll go again next year
0: it's really early doors could you imagine if a football manager came out just uh, after like the fifth game just went yeah just gonna abandon this season
1: <laughs> yeah yeah these signings haven't integrated well with the team so we're just gonna yeah fuck it it's only end of August who cares
0: yeah we're just gonna abandon the season and wait till we get new players in you imagine the morale for the team like alright cool yeah,
1: basically these are all pals shape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is shit you're all shit that's just sticking out for the year. Ah, oh, I did. Uh, I did also see. I don't know if you caught as well. Signs having another great uh, practice. Carlos.
1: He, he he must now be up on the top of the list for damage for damages I, to cars.
0: I think. I think we officially have to give him the new title. We. I don't think we can even talk about Latifi anymore. I think he's could took the crown.
1: Yeah. Uh, I def, yeah. I think uh, Latifi's been overtook here by i crashed. Sorry. I'd crashed by science.
0: We need to get a title for this. The uh, King of King of Crashing. <laughs> King Crash.
1: <laughs> yes, King Crash. King uh,
0: Crash is definitely no, been cra- the new crown King Crash is Carlos Sainz. Carlos King Crash.
1: That's a it's a good It's a good name. Good nickname.
0: Heard it here first.
1: You've heard it here first on F1 purple rain.
0: Oh, just he's he just needs a clean weekend. What is going on? Like Leclerc is just ma- making him look so. shit. So
1: I know it's embarrassing.
0: But even Leclerc had a spin
2: off in, in P1 as well, didn't he? On in the same corner that um, you and Vettel went off as well. Me, <laughs> <This guy>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't racing, I wish. Uh, yeah, Leclerc Also, uh, Bottas, I think, crashed Yeah, he was the first red flag It was quite a biggie And uh, Ocon as well Was it Ocon as well? Crashed in practice. Uh,
2: Yeah,
1: Ocon Ocon as the, wrecked himself, didn't he? So,
0: as the drivers tried to navigate the new course <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, as Martin Brundle described That corner that Ocon could crash into Is a potential wall of champions
0: Oh, they need to come up with a new name
1: Yeah, like Brundle Mitchell up.
0: <laughs> Like the... <laughs> Idiot's Corner Idiot's Corner Idiot's Corner, like it We'll rename it Idiot's Corner
1: Yeah, we'll go there and then um, rename it and then do that little um, post tag on like maps I'll have it as Idiot's Corner
0: I definitely want to do that somewhere Idiot's Corner
2: About the accidents that are going on as well even Max brushed the wall as well I thought that was gonna be a little bit more serious to the point where his garage was starting to rage each other in P1. I don't know if anybody noticed that.
1: Was, that. was that a great advertising ploy though? Because I seen a replay of it and he spun and the camera obviously on top of the car is faces forward, he spun and just spun looking directly at about fifty Red Bull advertisement boards. <laughs> so was that was that a master plan? Maybe. Spend no, to no. get some advertising for the media horse
2: that was actually a different incident um so max actually hit the wall but only just brushed it and the one that i'm on about the one that you're on about is where he, he just slid and managed to stop it just before the wall so he actually went off twice or not off twice hit the wall once and went off
0: once so that sounds like he's practicing to get that camera shot right
1: yeah yeah that so definitely sounds like
0: prep <laughs> for <laughs> the media horse
1: yeah horners there going You didn't quite get it. You didn't quite get it. Next time. Next
0: time. (laughs) (laughs) Unlucky. (laughs) One more. One more.
1: Just been Next time. Just been.
0: What did you uh, guys think of the track layout?
1: Uh, Well, from the brief time of me seeing it in practice, hard to say. Um, The uh, the end bit seems a bit. Well, I think the track layout is a bit interesting, especially with the last part of the. The track, the last sector with um, was it turns? Was it or The we tight the tight section. Yeah, yeah. That that seems a bit interesting, but I know a lot of drivers aren't happy about that bit. But and then there's another corner that Hamilton hates. Yeah,
2: I think
0: so
1: it's... there's the is it the is it the long right hander where you basically hug the wall the whole way around?
0: I think so, but I also think he doesn't, he doesn't like the chicane because I saw an interview just said, "Yeah, I love Miami. Just they should get rid of the chicane." <laughs> You know what really reminds me of this track? It reminds me of uh, Baku, where they go up through the castle and stuff. All this little tight, like, like, li- like Chicane, but little lefts and rights gets really tight very yeah. really quickly, or street track.
1: wonder if that's where they got the, like, they did kind of designed for it,
0: for that bit from. It looks similar, doesn't it? Like, yeah, because that, that,
1: that bit in Baku is extremely, it's probably the tightest, one of the tightest corners on the on the calendar, isn't it? That little, that little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I think they must have, because they just didn't want loads of long streets. Because it is quite, there is, yeah, it's like they try to invent some corners to make it more interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't like, um, is it the second DRS zone? It doesn't open up until like halfway down the street.
0: Yeah, it's really weird and it's not very long either. It's like they open it up and then they close it.
1: From the bit I did see of practice, they obviously follow each other down that street and then they their wing wasn't open and I was like, oh, oh, there's not going to use DRS? And then like way, way up, like halfway up, it opens. And I'm like, how short is this DRS zone? Surely you should have it right at the beginning of the straight to get yeah. more out of it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it looks like it could be a wet race, which would be, which was definitely something I didn't think was possible. yeah potential for yeah.
1: Well, from what Vettel was talking about, potentially it might be underwater in fifty years' time. So we might have our first underwater race.
0: Yeah, just to, if I'm still alive in fifty years' time and still doing this podcast, <laughs> uh, I'll see. I'll, I'll call Vettel up and, and say, "You're on the money there." Heard it there first.
1: Heard it here first, yeah. Heard it here first. An F1 Purple Rain, in 50 years time, we'll have our first underwater race in Miami.
0: If we're not driving hovercars by then, there's no point in living. I'm expecting some sort of Star Wars uh, jet engine fucking racing by then. If it's not, if it's, if we're still using tyres in 50 years time, then we're, we've gone backwards.
1: Using Pirelli tyres that don't last like 50 laps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking at the the possibility of uh, Mario Andretti coming in 2024. What is you, what are your what your thoughts on that?
0: I know nothing about it, so please give me some more details. Yes, yeah,
2: sir. Uh, so during um, during the practices, um, he was giving little interviews out for for the American uh, team with um, Mario Andretti, and he said uh, he wants to be in Formula One by 2024. It's almost a guarantee. He's got 100 percent funding and 100 percent got an engine. He's just waiting for a few more little bits and pieces, and possibly um, be part of the F1 2024.
1: Well, he has his Andretti racing and in IndyCar series, doesn't he?
2: Yeah,
1: and I'm pretty sure he's not strapped for cash, like so.
2: That well, that's what he's saying. He's got he's got the buy-in fund, no problem. He's got an engine, no problem. He's just waiting for the rest of it to fall into place.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. But that, I, with all the big team, uh, with all the big teams. Uh, with all the big car brands looking like to come in, I, I, I'm not sure there's going to be space. I don't know, maybe it's well, coming, coming in with one of them, I don't know. It's...
1: Well, it's it looks like Porsche are, try, are going to buy a 50% stake in Red Bull, according to
0: what I was reading. Jesus, well, it's official, I'm never buying a Porsche.
1: And Audi are either going to be um, part of McLaren or Aston Martin.
0: Uh, I heard lots of big rumors about Aston Martin but I'm sure Lawrence Stroll was always planning on uh selling his team. Oh yeah. Yeah, money, 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 money. He'll be rolling in it if a big team like that rolling.
1: Well he's already got Aston Martin's pretty big enough brand anyway, like, but
0: yeah, true. Oh, it
1: suppose a powerhouse like VW group coming in and
0: oh here, they'll offer him probably a decent amount. Yeah, be interesting to see. Heard it here first. <laughs> So, lads, you want to talk about the qualifying? What did you think?
1: Well, no real surprises in terms of the top four.
0: <laughs> no,
1: like it, it. Like, are they going to be? They just probably going to be top four all season, aren't no? they? Just depending on what order they're going to be in.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least it's not always the same team. At least it is. Um, well, it's not a clock. Oh, or, yeah, or- yeah, it's
1: yeah, it's either a Red Bull or a Ferrari. Yeah. So. Like, um, Leclerc's, like, pull-up wasn't even that great. No. I... It wasn't It wasn't amazing. Even, you know, like he said himself, it wasn't great. And then Sainz lost it in the last sector as well. He was on an absolute stormer. And that's um, that's Ferrari's first front row lockout since Mexico
0: 2019. Wow. And who got there? Was that with uh, Vettel then?
1: Uh, yeah, 19, yeah. Vettel and Leclerc wouldn't have been, yeah. Yeah. Or, nice... no, 2019.
0: And Raikkonen. We've
1: been in it? Wouldn't we? yeah, bad on reckoning. Yes, because Leclerc was racing for Alfa Romero back then, wasn't he? With um Ericsson, wasn't
0: it? Oh my god, Ericsson. Uh, <laughs> absolutely,
1: probably I'd say probably one of the most useless drivers I've ever seen in F one.
0: Oh, that's a that's a sweeping statement. That should be our next top ten on the next uh, bonus podcast, is when we talk about the ten worst drivers we've ever worst. seen in F1. Oh, he's
1: he's definitely in my top ten, I think. Oh <laughs> he was he was dreadful.
0: I don't, know. I don't know, there's some real bad ones out there.
1: <laughs> well, there's I can, there's definitely one in the current 20 drivers that I'll have that's in it.
0: Carlos signs.
1: So, <laughs> no, no. No, no. Um, no. But yeah, we'll do that in our next bonus podcast. Yeah. We'll always come up with 10 drivers who we think are 10 worst drivers to be an F1. And then we will do a joint top 10 and then see if people agree. Um, but yeah, but Verstappen, pretty shocking result from being third. Usually, would think he'd put me first or second, but he the uh, pit up politely completely fucked up.
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was interesting. See, he's rare makes a mistake in qualifying these days, but uh, I did enjoy it just to realise he binned his last lap and ruined his last chance. And uh, it was nice to see, like you said, the uh, Ferrari uh, lockout uh, since two thousand nineteen. But uh, I suppose Mercedes have dominated for a long, long time. But yeah, Max fucking out. But even when he fucks up, he's still faster than Perez.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, fuck's sake. Like, what's Perez gonna do? I know. And then, uh, and Fefe of Bottas, another great, great.
0: I just want to say quickly about Perez. I would just like to say about Perez. Uh, does someone told him he doesn't need to save his tires in qualifying?
1: Uh, I don't think, no, I think he still does tire management, doesn't
0: he? <laughs> he's still doing tire management. Is he still... <laughs> He's got tire management, and he's on twenty percent chance of 30 uh, percent chance of uh, finish the target, and uh, he's just still going.
1: He's just cruising along, just tire managing.
0: Loves his tire management.
1: Doing to overheat these tires in this one lap.
0: I'm surprised um, because it's so hot there about heating the tires. Uh, so
1: yeah. It was well, you've the- you seen. Um, I'll well, I'll mention it more later on about the Haas cars when they came out for their qualifying lap, but. We'll speak about them once we get down further down yep. on the list. Um, and Bottas in the fifth. What a drive from Bodass!
0: He is having a phenomenal year, one of the like third best teams, I think. Just but him himself, he's got, yeah, yeah, Joe Gran used nowhere, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think his teammates did him any favors. Like, to be fair, he's singing, handling, carrying Alfa Romero. Like, I know, yeah,
0: he must, yeah. Have, a, he must have a bad back.
1: yeah sore from carrying him all the time he's probably just he's definitely trying about going to whom it may concern exactly fuck you I mean he's out qualifying
0: the Mercs and he's out he's smashing it well he's the best of the rest isn't he if he's qualified fifth
1: yeah yeah I could have thought an Alfa Alfa Romeo would be best of the rest
0: I know it's mad I mean he has got a Ferrari engine but they must have a very similar setup.
1: Mm, yeah definitely and then uh, moving on, uh, and then just behind Bottas and sixth, really solid drive from Lewis Hamilton.
2: I agree with that massively. Not just as a Hamilton fan, but he was sixteenth up until the last three minutes.
0: Yeah, to be honest, it looked like he dragged the dead horse uh, over the line. But fair play, he's got up to six. So the car looks better, doesn't it? The car looks much better. I mean, I was hoping for more when I saw P two pace. I was like, oh yeah, Practice I know. P six is it. probably
1: the best they can do, isn't it?
0: But Botta, yeah, Bottas can't just can't beat him at the minute. Yeah, Hamilton was 16th with three minutes to go,
2: um, and had to pull into the pits to change the tires, which really he didn't want to do because they wasn't for for the quality, they was for the race. Um, and he managed to pull out that Sterling lap to pull him back into six from 16th.
1: What well, he didn't he didn't want to use soft tires because he wanted to keep them for the race.
2: So they was they was going to be for the race, yeah. Apparently, that's what they were saying during commentary.
1: Strange that, that you yeah, haven't really seen the soft tires run this year. Interesting to see if he would actually go u- actually use some softs in the race.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I mean he left it very last minute, uh Hamilton, didn't he? He he nearly didn't get into the Q three. Yeah, it uh, was very, very close. But yeah, the car looks like it's improving, which is some uh hope for the Hamilton fans out there. Then next we have
1: Pierre Gasly in seventh. Another consistent qualifying performance from Pierre Gasly.
0: Yeah, he's always outperforming Sonoda. He's had a, yeah. a, a bad week last week, but uh, yeah, let's hope he's uh, sorting his troubles out, like Carlos Sainz is.
1: Yeah, I think I think Gasly is very similar to Bottas, as if he as in he's like he's pretty much carrying Alpha AlphaTauri, isn't he? <laughs> just
0: just carrying AlphaTauri, Bottas well, well, is just carrying Alpha.
1: <laughs> well, it's very rare where Yuki does outperforms Gasly.
0: Yeah, it's true. I'm surprised, actually. There's quite a big difference most races are between them. But Gasly, he was having a really strong last season. Then this season, he's been a little bit slower off the pace. And I don't know if that's just because Yuki's getting a little bit better or more comfortable. But the gap's closing. It's not as big as it was yeah. between Yuki and Gasly. But still, there's still a gap there, isn't there? But did you hear that uh, Alex Albon was, well, Alex Albon last year wasn't in the car. He His whole season was training uh, Yuki. He was like the one-on-one yeah. coach with Yuki.
1: Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They moved them out to Italy, didn't they? And then Albon pretty much coached them up. Like, they coached them along, didn't
0: they? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That's how that way worked. Then, in, uh, then in number eight,
1: uh, Lando Norse. I'd say probably McLaren are a bit disappointed.
0: <laughs> I think they need to worry. Uh, I think they need to worry more about their race car than or their 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 car than they do about short short crop T-shirts.
1: Yeah, I think their whole weekend was pretty much ruined by James Corden. <laughs> but the, I thought the crop tops were hilarious. But why do that when you should be fucking getting yourself ready for a Grand Prix?
0: Wow, it's just race trim, isn't it? Crop top.
1: That like it. It's just Amer- <laughs> it's just the American Grand Prix,
0: isn't it? I don't understand the crop top either. I'm not sure what it brought. Yeah, I don't even understand the American reference to it.
1: Just like you wouldn't see him doing that in like Hungary.
0: Well, you don't see them putting on ski boots in uh, when they're in Austria, do you?
1: Exactly, like just just America's trying to push everything on you. know, look at this look at James Corden, host of the Late Late Show, where the fucking show he does. Was it?
0: I don't know. I don't watch it. It's, it's the worst export of the of the UK. We've yeah, given, yeah, we've given to it. It's one of the ones we most we like, we're happy to give away.
1: Yeah, take care, America. Please take this. Yeah. So, Landon Norris and P. Um uh, probably thought he probably could have done better, but. Unfortunately, P eight for him. And then in P nine, we Yuki Snoda.
0: Yuki, yeah. Not too far off Gasly, but still, like I said, the gap's closing. Mind the gap. It's
1: probably one of his best qualifying ninth, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I think you might be right.
1: Yeah, he doesn't doesn't seem to be up there in top ten a lot, but obviously done well. And then um in tenth place for qualifying. I thought this is a great result, by the way. Uh Mr. Canada, Lance Stroll.
0: Yeah, the only Canadian uh, <laughs> who's actually pulling any sort of uh, decent results out. Yeah,
1: he's um Canada's only hope in F1. Oh no, sorry, there's another driver, isn't there?
0: No, yeah, there is. Yeah, he's pretty
1: uh, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is he? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Lance Stroll just walks up, like walks past Latifi all the time, going, "You know, one of the best Canadian driver here, right?"
0: Yeah. Yeah, but Latifi's probably like, yeah, you bought your seat, <laughs> but I'm getting the results.
1: I'd say probably Latifi's obviously three in more money for, a good bit of money for seats.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know where he's getting his money from. At least I don't know it's a bit of stigma, isn't it, when your dad owns the team?
1: <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, that is true. But yeah, if he if he puts that Aston Martin, that green ship box, as it's been described this season, into P10 and qualify, and then.
0: I do love that Sebastian Vettel won't give the Aston Martin a name. He normally nicknames all of his cars. <laughs> he said this year, yes. I'm, that, not, I'm not going to name my car because it's a waste of time.
1: That is something that I have for um, Ian Dougie this week uh, on our bonus episode is, can you name five of Sebastian Vettel's cars?
0: Now I know the question. Oh, fuck! <laughs> 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 You fucking
2: idiot! If you'd have asked me on the I was, day, I, was, I
0: would have said oh, no. I was thinking, why has he told me that?
2: Oh no, no! Oh
0: Brilliant. Yeah, it sounds like a good question. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait to hear it. Are you so happy to
0: tell me as well?
1: Oh, I knew. I as see the camera, but I thought I fucked it up. I was
0: like, I was getting really confused. Thinking, <laughs> Why is he? Why has he told me that? <laughs> like, surely is he not going to use it then? What? Okay, cool. I look forward to that question. And, At least uh, it's something right now. <laughs> listeners, please listen in because we will definitely still have that question in.
1: <laughs> just, just, just not <laughs> Dougie definitely. get it
0: wrong because <laughs> he's not written it down. <laughs> right, Lance Stroll, great result. Yeah, he's also like you said, flying the flag for connect uh, for Canada. Uh, the only one. But yeah, yeah, really good result for Aston Martin because they've been having a tough year as well this year.
1: Yeah, that hasn't been a great year for him. Well, neither was last year, to be fair, either, was it?
0: No. Like, but when you look at who he's qualified ahead of, it's a really good result. Like,
1: Yeah, yeah, that is no... Well, if you look, well, look, he's directly behind him.
0: I know. He missed out so on such a small margin. I mean, the next three in qualifying were all within a tenth.
1: Yeah, that's ludicrous. Like, that has to be the tightest margin to miss out on a on a qualifying. But,
0: yeah, I mean, Alonso was 0.03. Three.
1: Yeah. Six. Russell was 0.045. Yeah. And then Vettel was 0.086.
0: Yeah. That's tight. That's so, so tight. Uh, that'd be annoying. I mean, Vettel was kicking himself afterwards. He reckoned he had it. He could have had it. Well, obviously, Stroll had it. So, time was there.
1: Yeah, the time of the car was there.
0: All right, let's get to the bottom. So that was in, Alonso Alonso was in at 11, just missed out. Russell was just behind, as you said, Ryan, with 0.4. Five. 0.0, 0.045. And then Vettel, so unlucky, all three of them. Yeah.
1: Did you hear Vettel was raging as well? Yeah. He was like, fuck, I lost it. He's like, fuck. And then um, 14th, probably, radius point didn't Danny Ricardo.
0: I mean, that's like really what, poor. like
1: what is going on with him this season?
0: Really poor. He was really behind, uh, he was really off the pace in terms of Norris's pace. Do you know yeah. how many seconds he was behind Norris?
1: No, I know Norris qualified third for Q2, though, like to get into the final, like the final, um, session. But if Danny Reckon we put a 14th and then Lando Norris can fart into third place, like what's he doing?
0: Oh, it's nearly a second off his teammate.
1: Yeah. And then fifteenth, Mick Schumacher finally qualifying ahead of Kevin Magnuson this year.
0: What a result. I'm glad I'm happy for much. actually. that's um yes. I know it's fifteenth, but Magnuson is having a really good year. Um, so that's a really, really stellar performance. Uh, unless Magnuson, there's something going on with Magnuson we don't know about. Um I think to qualifying Magnuson in the year oh. Magnuson's having.
1: is brilliant.
0: Yeah, really good. So what on Mickey's obviously I don't know cheating or something, but keep it up. Yeah. Maker. Um, so, uh, yeah, Kevin Magnussen in his 16th. Strange that he's uh, struggling a bit behind Mick, and he's such a good, strong start of the season, but I mean, that's just makes Mick's results so much more better in qualifying. Um, really hard to say why if he's on uh, issue or something. I didn't see anything, Ryan, did you, about maybe he was running an issue or he was having a problem with the car?
1: No, I didn't say anything. It must have just been a bad laugh from him to be fair, unless he ran into some traffic that I didn't see. But from what I've seen, they just like like Mick. I performed him.
0: Yeah, I mean, traffic was mad on that track. Like, people didn't know where to be when they were coming around. People, the stewards are like, frantically waving the blue flags. I was like, oh, this is mad. No one knows where they should be when they're coming around the corners. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, good result for Mick, Magnuson. Magnussen. Uh, Let's see if he uh, continues next next races and stuff like this or not. Yeah, move on. So in the 17 uh, for quality, there was um, everyone's favourite driver. Joe Guan Yu. I heard that the commentators have started turning the name around and started saying Guan Yu Joe. Well,
1: oh, interesting. I'm just going to call him Dave for the rest of the season.
0: Dave, <laughs> Dave Close. Dave. <clears throat> but uh, did you see the traffic he come into? That was mad yeah. qualifying.
1: That that ruined his like last like attempt to fly. That up. He came down the last corner and there was probably four cars just like just basically just parked there.
0: It looked like F1 twenty twenty-one game.
1: Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> Yeah, it actually did. That game's a fucking joke.
0: It was unreal. Coming around at full speed. that's straight. There's like four cars just parked. He's so like, what?
1: he he's just he's like, oh, well, that's me not getting the lap in. Felt sorry for him like but surely you have to do something to change that. They can't just be having them like drivers. Like I know they're all trying to get track position and stuff for their flying lap, but they're basically ruined his lap.
0: Well, normally they would get penalized, but because there's so many of them, it was hard. I don't know what to, how you would change that. I don't know unless they give people time slots where they set their own lap. I mean, it is interesting sometimes when you see you get these mad events where like everyone's trying to set a lap at the same time, and then no one sets a lap, and it's like what. <laughs> That is mad. That is interesting,
1: but you no, know, he, he could have finished fifteenth, sixteenth, you know, anywhere. But
0: seventeenth but... it was in the end.
1: Yeah, and no fault of his own.
0: In at number eighteen, Alex Albon.
1: Yeah, not a not a great qualifying. Like,
0: he outqualified his teammate.
1: Well, that's not hard.
0: <laughs> you mean?
1: I'm, I'm sure I I'm sure I could do it.
0: <laughs> sure, you could do it. And then talking about the teammate Latifi. In the 19, out qualified Ocon.
1: Oh, I know. He must be loving the out qualified Ocon.
0: And Ocon with it did not start. Yeah. Or crash.
1: Do you reckon when they told him the to that? He was like, yes! I'm not going to be 20 for this race. Fucking yeah. get in.
0: That would be hard to. Wouldn't it be hard if you were just always 20th? You would just be like, oh, just the worst of the worst. Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. I've got lots of money. I'll be all right.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm the worst. I'm the worst driver in F1, but I
0: still make millions. Ah oh, well. Not so bad.
2: That's what I'm like on F1 2021, just without the millions in my bank. Starting 20th every race.
0: You just yeah, but you can't overtake anyone without crashing to them. So just like the TV actually, you're right. <laughs> so lads, that is the rundown of the qualifying and of the new Miami track, aka yeah. Dan Marino Grand Prix.
1: Yes, the Dan Marino Grand Prix, the Miami Dolphin Grand Prix.
0: Right. So guys, let's talk about our predictions from last week. So for you listeners that uh, listened in, you all know already what they are, but I'll run over them for the people that didn't. Uh, so last week, all three of us made predictions uh, for the top three races, the fastest lap, and who was going to retire first. Dougie went with Leclerc, signs Max. Ryan went with Leclerc, Max Norris, and I went with signs Leclerc Norris. And the fastest laps, Dougie went Max. Ryan went Perez, which is interesting and I went also Max and then for the retirements, Dougie went Vettel Ryan went Latifi and I went Stroll Yeah, how are you feeling after you've seen Quali on your predictions?
1: Uh, I'm concerned that Norris is starting way down then probably not great (laughs) (laughs) Um, My my prediction
2: that straight Sorry Ryan, I thought you'd finished (laughs)
1: no that's all right. go ahead
2: uh, mine pretty much as is qualify uh, as is qualifying at the minute Leclerc signs Max I think I'm feeling pretty confident with mine at the minute
1: what about you done? are you feeling confident for him or
0: me no not confident at all I mean other than Max because he he's starting a bit further back and he's probably going to push yeah I don't feel confident at all I feel like I should have gone Ocon for my uh, retirement but we'll see welcome to the miami race or as i like to call it the worst race of the season or as some might call it the dan marino grand prix what did you think guys um
1: i i don't think it was the worst grand prix just simply because of the safety car towards the end made it somewhat exciting because everyone just started pitting for loads of different tires like at the like after safety car you had people on hards mediums and softs but if it wasn't a safety car, I definitely would have put it as my worst Grand Prix of the year.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think of the other Grand Prix that were voted worse. I mean, e- uh, even...
1: Voted Emily was bad. Yeah,
0: but that was, that was a wet race. I mean, that's the worst wet race I've ever... Wet race. Like, I still can't say it. That's the wet, still...
1: <laughs> the worst wet race.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's the worst wet race I've uh, ever seen. 100%. Well, actually, no. Maybe Spa last year, where they just didn't finish. they didn't let the race go on. It was just watching the fucking safety car go around in circles. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's my second worst wet race. Can you say that fast?
1: Second worst wet race. I can't because you're an idiot.
0: True story. So uh, no, I I don't think if you if you have to say that the safety car was the the only good thing about the race, I don't think it was a good race. So. Yeah, it really, it
1: really didn't enjoy watching any of it. To be fair, and the like, the broadcast was great. Was was shit as well. They spent more time filming the crowd or looking for like like celebrities where you basically didn't see loads of stuff that was happening on track. It was mental.
0: Yeah, the build up actually got me excited. I was I was getting really behind it. I was thinking, oh yeah, cool, it's Miami, and I was getting really into it. And then, then it all kicked off, and the race was super boring. And then after after the race, yeah, which we'll get into, but uh, it was just the icing on the cake of a polish. Yeah, game.
1: like like the first lap was was exciting enough with um, Alonso, like clipping and Hamilton, and you know Verstappen, you know Verstappen getting a great start and doing signs, like, but you know, and then obviously yeah, it's always interesting when a couple of cars start in the pit lane, obviously with the Aston Martin starting the pit lane because um, their fuel wasn't warm enough. So they had That's... they had the they to the warm it up in the pit lane, or else they would have been disqualified. So
0: it's a mad rule, well, isn't it? The, the fuel was too cold, for selling, so to stop them being disqualified, they started in the pit where they could warm
1: it yeah, up. To warm it up, yeah, it's madness. Like, but apart from that first real lap, yeah, I, I wasn't in, wasn't really impressed about it at all. I don't think the drs zones work work well. The straights too small, too short. For the for like, in terms of the race, I know Max done Leclerc on the end of the uh pitch, like, but of course, he is. This car is an absolute whippet, it's an absolute weapon.
0: Yeah, their car is so fast on the straight, they don't even need DRS. It's almost obsolete DRS when the rebels are racing, like, it's they completely null the the whole point of DRS because their car is so much faster on the straights, they're much faster than the Mercedes. were on the straights.
1: You mean they nullify DRS?
0: I mean they nullify.
1: Yeah, that no, they null. It. They null. <laughs> <laughs> like to be fair, like the driver, he was actually making the, the most exciting was Sebastian Vettel. Like he was getting his elbows out in in some corners, like with people, which is always which is always good to see.
0: Yeah, I mean to be honest, Alonso, like you said, he had a flying start. He took four people at the start. I mean, and uh, he, he, you know, he had his elbows out, but he was not really. <laughs> I think they were too far out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Was, um,
0: arms wide, just knocking people around. Yes.
1: <laughs> like I felt like when he hits Lewis, I was like, "Here we go." That's Hamilton fucked because he was like, I, "He goes, he says he could feel damage," like, but
0: it was the faintest of touches, though. When you watch the replay. It was like exact um parallel ties, very, very slight. I mean, any more angle on that, and it, he would have spun Hamilton around and that would have been a completely different story. But yeah, Alonso was taking no mercy. He was going super aggressive. But it was good to see, like you said, to see Max take a few, uh, take a few at the start as well. So he yeah, came it's out. It's always
1: good to see Carlos signs Mr. Crash do well at the start, like you no. Know.
0: <laughs> he must be like can I not get it like a, just an easy race where I lead the whole thing?
1: He just needs a race where he just doesn't do anything wrong, which he doesn't seem to be able to do at the minute. Yeah, terrible start.
0: It was interesting to see a few people gamble on the hards at the start, though. From from the start, I was thinking that was a dodgy move and. They looked like they were struggling at the start as well. Nearly everyone yeah. on the hards went to the back and they were all just sat there for ages. Like thought, it oh. took
1: Russell, Tick Russell probably I think it was 12 to 13 laps for his hards to even fire up. And then he started making some serious gains through the fade like but well, like people- as he said like you know it was a weird choice. A lot of people were on the, like everyone else was on the mediums.
0: Yeah, I mean they just they just held out, didn't they? These sort of uh, people started pitting. He started moving up the grid, and he was then matching the pace more or less. He wasn't that bad on pace after his 20, 20 lap warm warm up laps.
1: One of my one of my funniest parts, like listening to the commentary, was when on the radio it came up Charles Declare saying for Charles Leclerc, send friends to go straight to Plan D.
0: <laughs> How many do I- they have?
1: Like, not once did I hear them go, okay, we're sticking with plan A, or mm, no, maybe we'll we'll change to plan B. No, 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 just straight to plan D, please.
0: <laughs> I'd love to know how many plans an F1 driver has. If anybody knows, please write into f one Rain at gmail.com, but D is pretty far down the line, isn't it? Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of D. Like, <laughs> like recently, in the recent races, like a like couple of years, I don't think I've ever heard of D. But... I'm going to go with for plans obviously char, um, I was going to say Charles Sainz that you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charles uh, for, Yeah, for Charles Sainz. I would say obviously for Carlos Sainz and TV. plan A must just be don't hit the wall. Like don't <laughs> crash. Uh, right everything right. else everything else onwards there's is their axle plans.
0: Plan A keep it in between the lines.
1: Yeah. And Plan B is obviously like yeah, normal one stop, two stop.
0: <laughs> I'd love to see Latifi's Plan A. Plan B must be similar.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Just, just bring for the love of God, bring the car home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the love of God. I wonder if his, uh, his, his money is paying for all the budget because they're not gonna. There's no way they'll keep him on at that rate.
1: Yeah. They must take Leves wage.
0: I did like. Uh, Obviously, Hamilton lost a few places at the start because of just... Um, I actually thought his start was good before the first corner, but he just got caught in the traffic and ended up going back and trying to avoid accidents. Not like Alonso, with his arms out wide, clotheslining people.
1: Oh, yeah. Alonso just was like, fuck this, I'm going for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. For some reason, Alonso just thought he could take everybody <laughs> at the start.
1: He's like, nah, I'm, I'm not fucking taking this easy.
0: But, I mean, Ocon... Uh interesting he was on a brand new car he'd never done any runs in at all completely yeah. brand new car that's it interesting they had to do the race on like that with no idea how it's going to run or nothing just completely brand new
1: i wonder how how the setup was though for his car obviously it's brand new car like but I don't remember carlos sainz was in australia they had a big him a new wheel mm. new steering wheel and then the setup wasn't done properly i wonder do they have any similar shoes to that?
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, interesting though, isn't it? Then, um, what I also liked towards the start of the race was—I mean, Bottas looked like he was holding his own up front. I thought him and Hamilton were going to have a good battle, but yeah, Bottas just looked solid, didn't he, at the front there? The yeah, start. he
1: was. He was. He didn't look out of place he didn't look like he had a really like miracle lap in qualifying and he shouldn't be there. He actually, he was holding his own, but I suppose it's everyone else fighting each other. And then the Red Bulls and Ferraris are just so far ahead. It's ridiculous.
0: No, oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Different, different league. They are at the front, aren't they? The Red Bulls and the Ferraris. You're right there, mate. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Just your face when you on there it was, fucking brilliant. It was
0: trying to hold it in really hard. Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, but <laughs> <laughs> like, trying my hardest not to yawn through my sentence.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a. Uh, I I thought Bodas was doing quite well up there to be fair, I liked him. And then um another one who was getting their elbows out was Sebastian Vettel He was Maybe. doing some some good overtakes, like some deep deep lunges he yeah. was hitting. Yeah. Vettel actually looked pretty good at one stage. Like they were both Aston Martins obviously starting from the pit lane run on the hard tires, so they were obviously going for a longer stint. And it was funny, like they were actually holding up people in terms of their strategy.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> go on. I wasn't sure if that was a pause for me then or not, but uh, I'll jump in. Uh, well, yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because they were holding them up on the hards, but it was another DRS train situation, and people just couldn't get past. It seems like. Even though it's supposed to be easier to overtake, the DRS trains are awful this year. Like, and they're on hards, and everyone's on mediums, and they can't even get by.
1: Yeah, like it, this is the second race in a row where we've seen DRS really like nullifying anyone to do anything.
0: Yeah. Choo choo. All, all aboard! All aboard! All aboard the DRS train. I'm not sure what accent that was, but uh, no,
1: no I, I don't know. It was a mixture of a few. I think he. <laughs>
0: all aboard oh, it's like dude half yeah. half country sat, all aboard drs train yeah it's all over the place
1: <laughs> yeah because um because Haas felt like they were just being held up by the austin martins you're obviously like so out of place from being from starting starting the pits no one knew what they were doing and then did you hear interestingly like once hamilton pitted six laps after he was like my tires are already on fire yeah six laps in on hards and he's already like yeah they're, they're overeating
0: yeah, I heard that, and I was just like, "Well, I'm sure they're going to come back," and that's what the team said straight away. Like, "Yeah, it's fine. You go through this phase. Don't worry about it." And I was thinking, "Oh God!" But also, when Hamilton says stuff like that, I think, "Here comes the purple." <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be. I think it's going to be a while before we see any purple rains happening this season for yeah, Hamilton. No. Like, no. it's uh, it's it's upsetting, but sure, we move on, and then yeah. they kept they kept cutting loads to just Christian Horner. Yeah, whole- I like, I don't get I don't, yes, I understand they won the championship last year, but fuck me. You don't need to speak to them every every like 20 minutes or, or every week.
0: Every every 20 minutes, literally. Let's go to the pit wall and talk with Christian Horner. Christian Horner, how do you think you guys are doing on the wall uh, in the race at the moment? And how do you think, as uh, we saw Hamilton pitted uh, and he's gone on to the hards also? Yeah, we're going to cover Hamilton off with uh, putting Perez on the mediums and. Yeah, because like.
1: They were, talking about, they were talking about Hamilton and his tires were meeting. So they went, now we'll go to Christian Horner on the pit wall and ask his opinion. Who gives a fuck about his opinion? He's not racing Hamilton anymore.
0: No, I know. It's mad, isn't it? They love fucking buttering him everywhere, all over the fucking F1 weekend.
1: It's a, it, it's a joke. It's a joke. Christian Something. Horner. Christian Horner is a media whore.
0: <laughs> Christian Horner is a media whore. That is going to become a segment. Christian Horner media whore.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Just just to fire out there, um, we have a new segment every week, Christian Horner Media Hour, where we're going to actually compare how much he's on compared to every other um, team principal, because it's it's just becoming embarrassing now.
0: Yeah, it's at the moment we're at about ninety-five to five. The rest of the grid are on five percent coverage.
1: Yeah, and that's sometimes <laughs> and that's sometimes Gunter.
0: and they couldn't give a shit either about being on.
1: No, they really, they really, they really couldn't, they're too, they're too busy, way too busy, trying to fucking do strategies where he's just sat there like, oh, what's the media doing, Where's is there no cameras in me, what, what, oh, I need to speak to someone.
0: <laughs> he, okay. does, he does love a camera, and a say-so.
1: He is a prick. <laughs>
0: heard it here first.
1: Yes, heard it here first. But uh, no, like, to be fair, the race wasn't, as we said earlier, like it wasn't really that interesting until... Gasly, just for some reason forgot that there was other f cars on the track with him.
0: <laughs> well, that being said, at the start, I I, I enjoyed watching Hamilton come back at the people he lost, but then it just, then it stopped dead. So I, I enjoyed watching him retake Alonso and then retake um, the other car. Do you remember the car? i forgot it. Fuck.
2: No,
1: it was just having badass, wasn't it?
0: No, no, he didn't get boss to the end. Uh, yeah. anyway... I enjoyed watching Hamilton retake the cars and uh, it was a little bit of Hamilton involved and I thought, oh, here we go. This is what we missed out on the last race because the DRS train, he seems to have a, a competitive race car. But anyway, didn't end up that way in the end, but <laughs> never no, it does with the safety car in Hamilton this year.
1: No, and then like it was just, everyone was going through the motions. Like, like they even said in commentary, um, it must have been a couple of laps before the safety car. Rondo was like this is this looks like it's going to be the the positions here yeah there's nothing like nothing happening at all no not they at all kind of stuck in their own way either DRS trains or so far ahead that they weren't going to cop anyone and then I mean, and then I Gasly will... just goes even like Gasly went so wide for like two corners and then just forgets that there's someone else on the track, and then he just absolutely wipes
0: out Norris. Proper wipes him out as well. <laughs> Unbelievable accident. Obviously, yeah, then brings out the safety car as well. Then I mean, I mean, other than that safety car and that incident, the only other thing I was slightly interested in that race was um, Pere- was Perez catching signs. When Perez the, was crying about his uh, engine issue, I was like, oh, well, that goes to the next interesting thing gone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that was interesting because he was just shouting at them and they're like, um, well, no, you look fine. He's like, no, 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 I am. He's like, I am losing power. I'm losing power. I, like, I've got no power. And they're like,
2: no, no, no,
1: yeah, no, just, no just, you, you, you seem fine. He's like, no, 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 I'm telling you, I cannot catch him. He's like, I'm losing four seconds of lap here
0: exactly as I didn't understand is he while racing at full speed has got the seconds and the facts and the team are just like no 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 no, no it's fine it's not fine it's four seconds like what yeah, are you what, what are you looking at
1: there's Perez driving like 180 miles an hour doing malves in his head yeah <laughs>
0: exactly He's doing maths. And the team who were looking sat down, chilling, <laughs> looking at a TV screen, who have all the data there, just like, no, 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 it looks fine. It's not fine. <laughs> they, were,
1: they, were, they were probably they probably didn't realize they're probably preparing Horner for his next appearance.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Probably he's probably getting mic'd up for another chat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unbelievable.
1: Christian Horner, Media whore. But it was it was good once safety car came out that a lot of people went for different tire choices, like quite a few people went onto the softs, which is always good to see.
0: Yeah, but it, it didn't really come into their own though, did they? I was expecting no. to see a quicker times, but it didn't happen.
1: Well, like the biggest winners for that um, safety car were obviously Perez, who caught right back up to Saints again. Mm-hmm. Ocon, Ocon, who really had a faultless race, to be fair. He uh, benefited massively. And then the usual suspect, uh, suspect from getting from um, safety cars, Mr. Luck, George Russell. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Or Mr.
1: Mr. Safety Car, maybe, call. He knows.
0: Well, we can't call him Mr. Saturday anymore because Hamilton out-qualified him, rightly so. So it's just Mr. every other day of the week, isn't it? When it yeah. suits him.
1: Yeah. Maybe Mr. Personality soon. Oh, did,
0: do you know what though yeah he, he's, he's so boring to listen to uh, but I did did you hear what he come out and said after the race I wasn't going to talk about this but since we're touching on it he came out and said the safety car makes me look like a genius <laughs> 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 like, alright fucking hell
1: fucking hell am I blowing up blowing your own fucking steam now like
0: uh, makes me look like a genius well not really I, uh, understand, I, I understand how luck works
1: Yeah. It is Potluck because he he said on the radio, why don't we try for a safety car, a virtual safety car, if there was none, that he was fucked.
0: Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't wasn't a
1: safety car, like he would have pitted and then lost so many places.
0: I mean, they just rolled the dice, didn't they? They knew that if one came, as long as it wasn't at the start, they were laughing. And that's exactly what happened, so... Yeah, it's a shame of Alton because he just seems to always get done by someone on a safety car. I mean, he lost the championship l- last year. Let's not forget. I, I sh- don't
1: think they've. I don't think they've mentioned that once this year.
0: No, maybe that should be the new saying instead of instead of on the back of his helmet. Still, I rise. It's just, it should should say. Let's not forget.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then the date of Dali. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But uh yeah, like instead of instead of yeah, but instead yeah. of still be rise, just a picture of the Abu Dhabi track with maybe like just fuck Max on it or something. (laughs) Fuck Massey.
0: Fuck Massey, yeah. That's better.
1: Or or, or I think, or Hamilton could just have Christian Horner media horror on his helmet. That would be amazing. That would be the best thing.
0: But you know how they have Christ the Redeemer on where he has the race, the Brazil helmet. He's got Christ (laughs) the Redeemer standing there. Well, just like that, but it's uh guy, it's uh Christian Horner but on fire like Guy Fawkes.
1: (laughs) Uh, this is the, this is totally us being impartial. We do not we do not dislike one team principal more than the rest.
0: No, no, not at all, not at all. But we are keep
1: but we are keeping the segment Christian Horner media whore
0: disclaimer. We hate <laughs> <laughs> we hate one. Yeah, so uh, let's not. Forget. Disclaimer:
1: We will always give unbiased views and opinions on every race and every team principal.
0: Heard it here first.
1: Apart from Max Verstappen.
0: Yeah, but it was a boring race. I mean, there was another long DRS train. The hard people on hards took too long to heat up. Like you said, the the exciting thing only came from the strategy at the end and the and the the crash and the red and the like. What safety car period was like the only interesting thing really at the end. Well, there was
1: there was one more interesting thing: the grid's two best mates smashing into each other.
0: (laughs) Did you? Your, Did you your... see
1: <laughs> Schumacher just drive into Vettel? <laughs> yeah,
0: I oh, Vettel's taking the blame for that, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, Vettel's taking the blame for it. And why? Uh...
2: Why?
1: Schumacher drove into him. <laughs> Schumacher fucked him up.
0: No idea, but it's interesting because um, the commentators were saying like it's his what's uh, like his his stepfather. <laughs> Yeah, his mentor yeah, is like <laughs> it's... his mentor, isn't he? <laughs> Unbelievable. They've He's like, out... thanks, for,
1: thanks for mentoring me. I'll just smash you up.
0: They've come out and been really political about that, apparently. There's videos of them talking about it afterwards, it's them trying to nicely patch over that incident. And you know, what the commentators were saying on Sky F1 they were going, There's no friends in F1. But <laughs> 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 so I fucking out.
1: There's no friends in F1, yet they always talk about how friendly George Russell, um, Alex Albon, all are together yeah. and, how, and how Lewis Hamilton has no friends.
0: Yeah. I mean, they just love picking up Lewis Hamilton for anything. I think we'll talk more about that. But,
1: yeah, talk more about right. that
0: in a minute. Uh, I just wanted to mention as well, um, Leclerc looked really... The only other good thing was Leclerc went really fast at the end of the race. It looks like the fry when it's light at quali pace... It's it it is close to the Ferrari uh, to the Red Bull. Like that was the only point of the whole race where the Ferrari looked quicker than the Red Bull was at the end of the race when they're on light on fuel.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did look quick there, like, but too little, too late, isn't it? Yeah, fortunately.
0: Here is the, Dan Marino Grand Prix, rundown. So in at twenty we have. Joe Guan Yu, DNF, hydraulic failure. Uh, then we have in at number 19, Lando Norris, DNF. I think he had a crash, maybe. Did you see?
1: Um, I think he got tapped by someone. Oh, not quite he... sure. Oh, no, yes, he, he got a blitter in by a Gasly.
0: <laughs> in at number 18, Gasly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, he, well, he basically uh, was playing bumper cars. He was uh, had a tussle with Alonso and then, yeah. Completely knocked out Norris. Then in at seventeen, Vettel. He yeah, he, like you said, he had a pretty good start. Then he had, uh, we, but he had to start from the pits because their fuel was not the right temperature. And then uh, they cr- crashed into Mick, Mick Schumacher, which you say was Mick's fault. I say Vettel's taking responsibility for. If you have another opinion, please write in at we don't give a fuck at gmail.com <laughs> In at 16, we have Kevin Magnussen. Yeah, like we said in the quali pre-chat, he, yeah, doesn't look to have it on this race. I'm yet to find or hear a reason why. If he just had a wrong setup, he didn't find the pace or it was an issue with him or the car. But yeah, good to see Mick finish ahead Mm -hmm. of him again. So hopefully Mick can keep on top of that. But let's see how that pans out the rest of the year. Yeah, definitely. Latifi managed to finish ahead of other drivers that didn't DNF. Um, partly because most of them crashed into each other, but still. Latifi in at 14. Then Danny Ricardo. Danny, Danny, risk. Danny. I, I don't know what to say. He's one of my favourite drivers on the grid and he just looks poorer and poorer every race. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had uh, He obviously has another year on his contract, but if he doesn't get together, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if something strange happens there if he keeps that up.
1: Yeah, like he could he could go to um Red Bull.
0: Yeah, why not? Return. Yeah. He could return, return. to the ma- return to the max. <laughs> yeah. Uh, heard it here first.
1: Return to the max.
0: <laughs> well, it ain't gonna be called Red Bull by then, is it? It's gonna be yeah. called Max for Stappen Racing.
1: <laughs> oh yes, yeah
0: it's going to be called Max and Christian's
1: drive. <laughs> <laughs> Max and Christian's driving school or something fuck's sake
0: <laughs> driving school Max and Christian's driving school uh, in at 12 Sonoda I mean I'm not quite sure where their car is at considering they've got the Red Bull um, powertrain but um, he finished ahead of Gasly so that's good for Sonoda for at least well, Ga- no. maybe maybe what happened was Gasly's back gave out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if I'm carrying him so all the time. Yeah. I think that's what's happened. Then in at eleven we have Fernando Alonso. Now he took uh, yeah, two penalties. Uh one for the incident and one for he kept cutting the chicane. <laughs> he was whoop. I mean for a two time world champion he was on a poor race. Like apparently, yeah.
1: apparently uh he was pointing to his tires after he drove through the chicane to try and Get the stewards not to give a penalty.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See Is he, what's he trying? Jesus Christ. A real poor uh, showing from Alonso. He had a really good start, like gained four positions, but then just fell, fell, fell all the way back. Stru- uh that's it, isn't it? That's the top yes. top eleven.
1: Yep. And I also do the top 10 rundown of the Miami-Dan Marino-Miami Dolphins Grand Prix. So in, in 10th, somehow, Lance Stroll got 10. Uh, well, to be fair, Vettel was running in the points. And then, obviously, his crash um, caused by Mick Schumacher dropped them both out. So I think Lance Stroll just nipped in. And then, obviously, he nipped into the points because of Alonso's um, penalties as well. But still, good solid point. For Aston Martin, considering as um their car is being described as a green shitbox. <laughs> no, not my words. Uh, uh, and then P9, Alex Albon, who <laughs> dyed his hair. Do you see this?
0: I heard about it, but I didn't see
1: he, it. He dyed his hair red because he, he, and then he just says you don't need to upgrade your car, you just need to dye your hair more.
0: <laughs> Why has he dyed his hair red, the idiot?
1: he died at red i think it was in australia um and then he won points and then he says he's just going to keep dying Mad. so yeah but but to be fair starting where he did and then to finish the points for williams is even better
0: i mean to be honest he should have got driver of the day because he started yeah. 18th
1: yeah but did you see he won driver of the day actually we'll speak up when i get them and it's a joke um and then in eighth place Esteban Ocon another contender for driver of the day i think
0: yeah yeah it is definitely considering Literally,
1: you never heard anything about him he just had a really solid race from last
0: yeah exactly right and man great mm. great results
1: and uh in seventh place bodas decent result not a good decent role for alfa Romeo, yeah that points
0: yeah, I'm sure. I'm interested to see when his back gives out, but he's uh, carrying, mm. absolute yeah. carrying that team.
1: Yes, and I get his teammates are rookie and all like, but come on, it's brand new cars. They're all brand new to this, to this car. Like so, they should all be fighting better.
0: I mean, how, at the moment, Bottas is looking like one of the best drivers on the grid. Just when you look at his teammate.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then sixth place, Lewis Hamilton. Good drive, solid drive from Hamilton. Uh, obviously, he was unfortunate with the safety car. And they. Uh, it was quite an interesting radio where they asked him to pit. Does he want to pit? And he said, I don't know. I don't have all the information. You tell me if I can pit or not. <laughs> and they basically were like, uh, no, you, uh, yeah, just stay out. So it looks like they missed their chance. And to be fair, we were actually watching the race together. and. I said during it, I don't understand why they didn't just double stack. The Mercedes oh, like, straight
0: away. Yeah, I don't either.
1: As soon as they see that safety car, just boom, get Hamilton and Russell in, boom, brand new tires, out you go. Yeah. Not unless yeah. they they missed it when they crossed the line when the safety car came out. But that's I would have done it.
0: Yeah. I just I just feel like Mercedes are always flat foot. They're not aggressive enough on strategy sometimes. I, they, they like that's what Red Bull were good at last year. And now in previous years as well, uh, stealing wins off Mercedes because they were aggressive and they would always roll the dice. And sometimes they're a bit flat-footed and they just don't want to take the risk, which I understand, yeah. but it's not paying off for them at all, this yeah. this this ethos in the race. And I just think Mercedes sometimes, I'd rather they just fucking chucked, I mean, they're going to assume they've got nothing to lose anyway, so they might as well start throwing the, rolling the dice.
1: Yeah, be as little, well.
0: Carefree with the strategy. Because they're not going to lose more than they, they could possibly gain. So
1: exactly. And then, obviously, in fifth is George Mister Luck Russell. <laughs> Mister hey, Luck benefited massively from the safety car. As he, as you said, you know, it makes him look like a genius. You know, if I think there was he, no safety car, he probably would have finished way, way down in the in the order.
0: I mean, the good thing to take from that is the Mercedes do look better. They have improved. They're up yeah. to working. They're going in the right direction. Uh, from what I understand, is the the floor is the issue, um, but they're not sure. They it's a huge thing to get, still get their head around. So we'll yeah,
1: see. and to be fair, that was probably max points for them this weekend, fifth and Yeah, and yeah, then um, the, now to the top four, which is always Red Bull and uh, Ferrari. So Perez and fourth, probably. Could have caught Saints if not for the power issue that he had during the race. And he also did a big lunge and he locked up and that let Saints go on through. Yeah. And towards the end. And then Carlos Sainz in third. Probably the best result he probably could have wanted this weekend after smashing his car up again and not scoring points in Imola.
0: Maybe they saved money on not giving him drinks because did you hear he had no drink for at the race?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like pure Kimmy Räikkönen for our moment again. Where he had no drinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, he must have been dying of thirst.
0: Yeah, he was absolutely and it, like ruined when you saw him at the end of the then,
1: race. There's a funny thing I'll talk about science after the race, which is brilliant. Uh, and then Charles Eclair in second. Unfortunate that his car didn't have the pace uh, at the start to hold off for Stappen. But as he said, you know, towards the end, it looked faster. But unfortunately, too, Ill, too late. And then Max Verstappen number number one with the fastest lap, and he won driver of the day, which I do not fucking understand. It must just be fanboys voting, like people who don't actually watch the sport at all.
0: Well, you have to take into account the entire population of the Netherlands voted.
1: What, like all fifty of them?
0: <laughs> exactly. So it's fifty more than everyone else that gives a shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I. Uh, he he won by one driver day by like seventeen percent of the vote, which is like one of the lowest I've ever seen.
0: Really, he yeah. he won it with 17 percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there was such better contenders, and being unbiased, I think uh, Ocon, like you said, Albon, definitely.
1: But I don't, I don't understand how he won it. But sure, another. I thought it was pretty much an uneventful race for Verstappen. Once he got past Leclerc, he kind of had no issue getting caught, and he was just just really cruising ahead. Um, Did you know, Dom, that this is the first time that a new track that has been introduced during the hybrid era hasn't been won by a Mercedes car?
0: I didn't know. That's interesting.
1: Every new track that's been introduced has been won by Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah, until this race. Yeah.
0: Well, that, that stat is just not going to keep falling away because there's no way they're going to win any of the new ones. No way.
1: Exactly. And then like, they made a big deal post-race as well about Verstappen. Oh, he's, he'll add Mami to the list of new tracks he's won at. And then there's named the Dutch Grand Prix. So he's won up two tracks that are new. Two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do fucking do
0: they do love they do love uh, everyone does a, a bit of a hard on for Max don't they
1: but you know the race as we said wasn't that interesting wasn't great definitely wasn't the worst I've ever seen but I would say it was the worst up until the safety car the worst race of this year
0: I think it's the worst for me for sure and what made matters worse um for me was like the cherry on top of a pile of shit was what they did after the race. Oh my God. This, I
1: actually was watching it just, I just felt embarrassed for the sport.
0: It was the cringiest thing
1: it I've ever seen. Fucking joke.
0: And it just got worse and worse and worse. Like, I did not even know where to begin with the post-race fucking shenanigans. Well, I, know I, you,
1: I, I know, I know where to, I know where to start is the fact that they sat and filmed Max Verstappen and talked about how tired that must have been for him, how strenuous that race it was for him. Look at him; he looks wrecked. He clearly, you know, needs needs to be hydrated. What do they do? Don't know all drivers get fucked during the race? Yeah. Well, science
0: had no no drink. Like
1: science had no drink, but they're sitting there filming Verstappen sitting in a buggy.
0: well, wow. I mean, the buggy. Let's talk about the buggy. Let's start with the buggy.
1: Well, the fucking the podium, <laughs> the podium isn't even on the street. The podium miles away, and then they drove them through the stadium with a police, a fucking police escort.
0: I have never seen something so ridiculous watching Formula One. And it was such a hot... It was like watching like WWE wrestling. It was more entertainment. I was like, why they need a police escort? And then what I didn't understand as well is Everyone else is having to walk there. He's getting like an escort, but like people, it's just, it was like a mess, like a yeah, huge fucking look, mess. Yeah. The Ferrari then, drivers, who also had their interview with Max on the, like at the where they parked the cars, they had their interviews. Ferrari drivers, you didn't see any of this fucking shenanigans for the Ferrari drivers. They were already in the room waiting fucking ages for Max to arrive. like yeah, it's, like, like it's the king.
1: Yeah, like, it's like he's a fucking president or something, getting a fucking police escort. It was It was a joke. It was about, It was embarrassing.
0: It was the most ridiculous like that, thing.
1: Well, that I thought was the most ridiculous thing until I seen the rest of what was going on. Like, but the funniest part of that was Carlos Science when he was sitting there topless, <laughs> because obviously he was... But did you see this?
0: I, I saw something about him being told off for having his top off.
1: Yeah, so he was sat, obviously, he had no drinks throughout the whole race or nothing. So he was obviously completely bollocks. And he was just sat beside Leclerc, just chatting about the race with his top off. And you could hear, it must have been from Sky or something, being like, you need to put a top on. You have to get a top on now. He just went, well, don't film me then. Don't film me. (laughs)
0: i think rightly fucking so what i mean the guy's yeah, been and through part, two hours of torture
1: and apparently you're swearing as well but i didn't hear the swearing like they were I apologizing for, they were apologizing for him swearing but the guys that had a drink for like an hour and a half in like 50 degree heat driving an f1 car you're going to give him you're going to give him grief for wearing a fucking,
0: for not wearing a t shirt I, I, I think that's ridiculous i think that's absolutely ridiculous as well i mean what i mean it's not even like it's you know when a, like a football player celebrates and they take the t-shirt off and run down and they get in trouble for that. I mean, it's not even that. Do you know what I mean? He's taking his t-shirt off because he needs to.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he was just like the fact he was just like, "Don't film me, just don't like." And the camera was just slowly panning away from him towards the Claire, but Claire just sat right beside him. It was just like the Claire was talking to no one because they just cut the signs the whole way out. Oh, unbelievable! And, it and was- obviously, he was wrapped up like an hour later after his police escort.
0: And also, with that, I think that's ridiculous. And the FIA should be not worrying about fucking piercings and pants. They should be worrying about why Max Verstappen can be that late to the fucking briefing. And then because when he arrived, he did his weigh in there. Yes. Yeah, the like, fucking point. Anybody could have given him anything in his pockets or anything for his weigh in. You're supposed,
1: you're supposed to be weighed as soon as you go to the car. Yeah, like, he's got. Did, it's like fucking they get,
0: half an hour ago. He did have the race half an hour ago, and he's travelled. I don't know what a mile to get to this fucking room, and then he gets weighed there. That's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Because you're supposed to get out of your car straight away. Obviously, to do a celebration, they get weighed with all your stuff on straight away before they do anything else. But sure. The just make exemptions for them because they're too busy trying to fuck Hamilton over for wearing an earring.
0: I know. I mean that that was an absolute joke, and I think that should be looked into. To be honest, and I'll be pissed if it doesn't because it it, it, it was absolute farce. It was an absolute circus getting them to that podium, and then the podium. Jesus Christ! The fucking NFL hats, um, helmets, kidding. and then
1: the Pirelli NFL helmets. Like, what the fuck are we doing?
0: I don't know. It's ridiculous, and you couldn't see the drivers' faces, so they'd take him off anyway. Was an absolute yeah. waste of time.
1: Like, I was like, "What? Like, what are you even doing?" And then just a big statue of Dan Marino in front, in front of the podium, like
0: massive, horrible statue of Dan Marino. And they kept zooming out to it, like like it was really important.
1: So. And then, and then, did you see the big screen? Just had Horner's face on the whole time.
0: Yeah, so all he was the just time. There, just
1: staring at his own face. Standing there with a big heart on because he's up. Oh, and then all the confetti and everything to see everyone go mad about the confetti. That was, uh, it was just a joke. Uh, absolute
0: was... joke. But they love, they love getting horn on, don't they? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. They just need to stop fucking speaking to that guy. Well, uh, so the next race is going to be a bit better. Uh, we're going to be in Barcelona next, right? Back in Europe. Yes, yes,
1: yes. We are back in Europe. So that should be even better. Um, hopefully back to some, like some sort of normality. But a lot of people hate Barcelona, so it's a really boring race. Test track in it, so yeah, but hopefully it's um, hopefully it's gonna be good.
0: So, did you see uh, Ted's notebook about talking about pants and piercings?
1: Yeah, like he, he, he's he's proper into this, like he thinks it's like an absolute disgrace from what he was saying. He was talking about obviously how they don't really seem to pay attention to what the drivers are talking about, about that wall in the track with you know, Badass and Ocon smashed into or yeah. sorry,
0: the tech barrier.
1: Yeah, the tech, the tech barrier. But they're more interested in um, finding Lewis Hamilton for, ju- for wearing the jewellery. And um, what, what I found most interesting was they gave him a two-race grace period to get rid of Ball's jewellery.
0: Oh, it's unbelievable. And he's standing by his guns as well. He's like, I'll just pay the fines. And it'd be interesting to see how much they will uh, enforce it. But oh. it's ridiculous. There's so many other things they need to focus on.
1: Like, it was interesting Ted said that they could actually stop Lewis from going out on Friday, on a Friday practice.
0: This is mad. It's just it's ridiculous. It feels like a little fucking personal attack. I've never seen it, so... I do like the, the phrase pants and piercings, though.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's an excellent phrase that will definitely not say nor use, pants and piercings. Um, yeah. But it's just, I don't understand why they're just, they're targeting it. It just, it all seems aimed at one driver.
0: Yeah, 100%. Well, I did like the photos online of uh, Vettel getting behind it and wearing his pants on top of oh. his overalls. Oh,
1: yeah. Vettel's just... I, Vettel is... V- I, Vettel and Hamilton probably just best mates now and just like, you know, well, fuck it, we're older now. Yeah. Who cares?
0: they got nothing to prove, have they? They're all... what? Well, uh, I mean, Seb's a four-time world champion, let's not forget.
1: Yeah, and holds records records galore, and so does yeah. Hamilton. Like,
0: He's yeah. got nothing to prove. But uh, fucking mad from the FIA. Really mad. Christian Horner, media whore.
1: Oh, the guys—it's are just a, it's just a joke. But we are definitely going to have Christian Horner Media Whore as a brand new segment into our podcast every single week.
0: Yeah, and uh, as a as one of our points, we'd like to bring into the Media Hall. There was the talk of uh, doing a team principal parade.
1: <laughs> this this is just a, this is a, this is another like entertainment value thing.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: I miss like, the drivers, fair enough. Why the fuck would you? Get the team principals out there.
0: Uh, it makes no sense to me at all. People want to see the famous drivers. People don't want to see the boss.
1: Yeah, exactly. But like Toto wolf and um, Benotto are like, no, we're too busy. We're team principals. But lo and behold, guess who was all up for it? Guess who was like, fucking yes, get me on TV even more.
0: <laughs> we just prayed around on his own. Him, if, like King Max, can go around in his golf buggy and. Uh... <laughs> Wanna can be behind him in his chariot <laughs> just waving to the lights. Yeah, waving
1: as if like he's fucking king or something. Like
0: know, like
1: royalty. He, he he it's it's becoming a joke now. Like it's it's embarrassing how much he wants the attention. Yeah,
0: 100 percent
1: I just can't deal with it anymore. It's too much. But you know, and then if an interesting thing from what um Ted was saying is that like I mentioned earlier, where Mercedes says they might give up on this year's development is Canada, seems to be the deadline for whether they continue or not.
0: I can't believe Canada will be the deadline so early in the year. Mad, that's mad for Mercedes. But let's see, I mean, I'm hoping they don't just bin it. That's, it's ridiculous, but okay. <laughs> let's wait and see. Like,
1: but the fact that there's so many issues with the car, like what else can they do? Toto has said it's the floor. Is the main issue but if they change the floor they'll have to change the the front wings the suspension the back like the back wing. it all connects to the floor
0: yeah and it's not an give, easy
1: thing yeah it's not it's not an easy fix to the floor
0: well it's like taking someone's spine out it sort of holds everything together do you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah so it's not easy it's just it. it's just his spine you just need to the spine out all right well
1: it's, all oh, you need some minor surgery. Oh, what is it? Oh, i just need to just, just take out your spine, mate.
0: Yeah, your spine's fucked. It's not very yeah. good. But, um, yeah, but my spine's what connects my legs to the rest of my body and my arms and my... Be,
1: mm, you, you might be okay or you might be fucked.
0: It's mad. It's absolutely mad. But let's see. Hopefully they can fix the spine.
1: But it's just a shambles. But sure, we'll see. We'll see when Canada rocks around. And he knows, maybe they'll win, they'll, thought they'll win races by then.
0: Let's see. I don't think they're going to be winning races this year, but um, fingers crossed At least, Ham- at least Ham- get Ham- in the mix.
1: Hamilton needs to win one race. He has to, or his record's over.
0: Yeah. Well, it's possible. Let's see. Hungary's Hopefully. still on, on the calendar, so...
1: Oh, yeah. I, Hungary, he has to win Hungary. And who knows, he might pull out an absolute masterclass at Silverstone. You never, you never know.
0: Yeah, he's he's a dark horse at Silverstone. I do love watching Silverstone? I mean, he won it on three wheels. So,
1: yeah, that, that's still, that's one of the maddest races I've seen. Is he, he's driving around on three
0: wheels? Just, I mean, that when that, when that happened, you you must when you're Max and you must think, what can I do to beat this guy? Jesus Christ, he just won the race with three wheels.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that good. He's smashing it round. So unbelievable. Well, Ryan. Um, well, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast more than we enjoyed the actual Miami Grand Prix.
0: To be honest, I've enjoyed this podcast, making this podcast, as much as I enjoyed making <laughs> watching the Grand Prix, because this podcast it was uh, been poor quality from uh, not the quant- not the content, but just we've had a, a huge issues with this, with trying to make this podcast.
1: Yeah, we've had terrible internet uh, issues um, throughout making this podcast, and it's. It's really affected. I'd say how, like at the time we spoke about it, it's just been it, it hasn't been a great experience, but I enjoyed this more than watching that horrific Grand Prix. Yeah,
0: and if you're wondering why Dougie was talking at the start of the podcast and you didn't hear of him anymore, we decided to cut him out for the sake to save some sort of content because we had no uh way of stitching this all together. It just assumes internet issues and in, in from every corner of the earth it was not possible so unfortunately Dougie had to sit out
1: but we hope that um once it's added it'll it'll resemble something like a podcast here's hoping but um thank you for listening everyone uh we will see you again this weekend for our next non-race bonus episode
0: where Ryan will give us the quiz of bullshit or plausible and he's even given us a little sneaky question ahead of time
1: <laughs> Which I, no, I completely regret because they'll just do. It. Maybe I'll not do it this week. I'll do it maybe down the line when you just forgot about it. All
0: right. All but right. I do have some.
1: Good, I do have some good questions for this for this week's bullshit implausible.
0: That being said, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, see you on the other side. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com
1: or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at F1 Purple Rain.